0: Hi everyone, this is James Siegel with four news stories for today, January 12th. We'll start with two stories at the state level. First, Governor Pritzker of Illinois recently announced that $28 million in grants have been awarded to local governments throughout the state for public recreation projects through the park grant program. Pritzker noted the dual benefit of promoting wellness while safeguarding the environment. In addition to funding play infrastructure, several of the communities have made the wise choice of also adding restrooms. I think all the parents and caregivers out there understand why that's so important. Meanwhile, in Colorado, the state continues to use lottery revenue to fund outdoor recreation. Since its inception, Great Outdoors Colorado has used lottery revenue to invest more than $1.4 billion in over 5,600 projects that increase recreational opportunities and enhance climate resilience. However you feel about lotteries and gambling, it makes you think about how all the states that are now legalizing and regulating sports betting could be funding recreational opportunities with the new revenue they are generating. If you're interested in learning more about this, I recommend that you check out the thought leadership on this topic from the Aspen Institute's Sports and Society Program. Play spaces are often at the center of key issues facing local communities, too, as the next two stories suggest. In the city of Parsons, Tennessee, which is about halfway between Nashville and Memphis, surveillance video caught a group of teenagers vandalizing a playground. Although you don't often get video of it, vandalism at playgrounds is not a rare occurrence and teens are often involved. We found that communities can take a variety of actions to minimize the risk and that goes beyond the equipment choices they make or site planning they do. First, having the community involved in the design, construction, and maintenance of a playground is critical for building a sense of community ownership, which means that the play space is much more likely to be used and less likely to be targeted. Second, communities need to invest in public spaces for teens. Whether that's comfortable places to gather and even perch above ground level to give them a bird's eye view of the community, or its play spaces specifically geared for older youth, like multi-sport courts, exercise equipment, and adventure courses. And lastly, in Stockton, California, the city is planning to install a new playground at Sandman Park, the site of a fatal shooting in 2020. The city had removed the old playground a year later because the equipment had deteriorated and was no longer safe to play on. The new playground planned for the park will be accessible for kids of every age and ability. Through our work at Kaboom, we've witnessed how community design and community built play spaces are critical to making public spaces safer and also contributing to community healing in the face of trauma. Well, that's all for today. If there are news stories you'd like us to include in future episodes, please send us an email at swingforward at kaboom.org. Thanks for listening.